Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Wrestling is Cinema podcast. I am one of your hosts, Evan Green. And I am one of your other hosts, Topher Verhill. And we're really excited to bring you episode two of the Wrestling is Cinema podcast. That's right. So, uh, Evan, before we get started with uh, the news and our reading review and our SummerSlam predictions, I wanted to get the ball rolling and ask you a very specific question. What's that? What is your favorite wrestling match of all time of all time this era ooh, that's a really hard one but my favorite all-time match um everyone's one thing i'm biased because i already talked about who one of my who my favorite wrestlers were last week was Shawn michaels undertaker and triple h big mm-hmm. fan of those three um but my all-time favorite match Involves all three of them. And it's not a triple threat. It was the end of an era's match at WrestleMania. Triple H versus Undertaker in Hell in the Cell with special guest referee Shawn Michaels. End of an era. WrestleMania 28. That was great. It was a great match. It should have been the main event. But it wasn't because the main event was Rock versus John Cena. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I didn't grow up watching wrestling. How would I know that? But this is the funny part. This was the first WrestleMania I have ever gotten to watch. Because that's when I went to my friend's house to watch it. And my mom didn't know. <laughs> and my mom didn't know. Right. Yeah, wow. my mom didn't know that I was going over to spend the night to watch wrestling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we watched WWE's WrestleMania 28 mm-hmm. live. And I remember because everyone at school was talking about Rock versus Cena all year long because the match. And I'm like, oh, okay. I wasn't a John Cena fan, but I was a Rock fan. So I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I'll watch it. Because I only knew the Rock from. Uh, Tooth Fairy. Mm-hmm. The Game Plan. The Game Plan. The Mummy Returns. <laughs> Didn't watch that one. Didn't. <laughs> but um, the biggest thing was when, like I said, my favorite wrestler as a kid was The Undertaker because I just thought whenever I got to sneak and watch wrestling, he had the coolest entrance of all time. Mm-hmm. But Triple H was just amazing. Mm-hmm. And Shawn Michaels was retired at that time from The Undertaker two years before. And Yep. Seeing, I, I think what did it for me was, since I was not allowed to watch it, and WWE is really good at making video packages. Yes, I would agree with that. And that video package beforehand got me all caught up. Because that's what's really important to me, is trying to make new fans into wrestling. If a fan doesn't know what's going on in the storyline, all they have to do is watch the pay-per-view match. Mm-hmm. To know what's going to be all fully caught up. Or if you ever go to one of my watch parties that I ever do, um, when I'm, I usually try to post everything that's going on. Like I really like right now what WWE is doing with the Bloodline, mm-hmm. where they have everything that's happened in the Bloodline storyline on YouTube right now, and it's mm-hmm. hilarious. Yes. Um, but all-time favorite match will always be that end of an era's WrestleMania match mm-hmm. between Undertaker and Triple H and Hell in the Cell 
mm-hmm. because why not put it in a cell? There you go. With special guest referee Sean Michaels. I to your point, I would also say that from that match has one of the greatest kickouts of all time. You are not wrong on that part. Mm-hmm. I wasn't expecting that to be a kickout. I was expecting the streak to be destroyed mm-hmm. during that because I thought the only two people that could have destroyed the streak was H or Sean. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, wow. If they can't, no one can. Because <laughs> those, were, those were the guys. They were, yeah. They were WWE's guys. Mm-hmm. And Shawn Michaels couldn't do it, so he was going to help H do it. Yep. Still couldn't do it, even as a special guest referee. So, since you asked me what my favorite match is, what's your favorite match? Uh, that's a great question, Evan. I don't think we've ever talked about this. Um, so, I'm excited to tell you now and for everybody listening at home. So, my favorite match that I've watched is actually part of my first pay per view match, like pay per view that I've ever watched. Mm-hmm. So, this was back in 2014. Okay. And the WWE Network just came out for $9.99. $9.99. I remember. I was a freshman in college and at the time we we being like my brother bought the network so we could watch wrestlemania 30 and at the time it was daniel bryan's big you know push where he was the big yes movement. the big yes movement yeah where he basically uh goes back to SummerSlam of the previous year he lo- he wins a to against John Cena at SummerSlam, but then Randy Orton cashes in his Money in the Bank briefcase, which starts this whole storyline between him and the Authority that pretty much uh, culminates at WrestleMania, where he beats Triple H um, in the first match of the night. Right. And then my favorite match of all time is when he goes on to face Randy Orton and Batista in a triple threat match mm-hmm. to win the title. Because it was so surreal seeing it and hearing, I, we talk about Michael Cole, but his calling of the final few seconds of a match where where like Dave hits a Batista bomb on Randy and then Brian hits the knee on Batista and then Michael's like, come on, Brian, come on, Brian, tap out Batista. Michael tap Cole out Batista. is goaded it was, with his calling. I anyway. love that so much. And then you can hear that when, like, as soon as Batista taps, it erupts, and I go, "Oh my gosh, this is like so cool!" Because I was addicted to doing the yes thing when I was in high school. Okay, I would like do it in choir, and I'm everyone at school did that, and in stands and like football stadiums, it was so fun. So I didn't, like I said, didn't grow up still with wrestling until Uh I was around like seventeen. So Mm twenty seventeen is when I started to be able to watch wrestling, Mm -hmm. but. So I remember that pay-per-view because a lady at my church <laughs> invited me to watch that pay-per-view at the church. WrestleMania 30? Yes. She, oh, cool. She um, got a room checked out for the church and had a watch party mm-hmm. for her Bible study group. That's amazing. To watch WrestleMania 30. Uh-huh. And me being an Undertaker fan, I thought, he's going to beat Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. So, funniest thing was, I didn't know that was not the main event. And I left the party. So, the match you're talking about, 
I didn't see until like 2017, mm-hmm. even though I watched that pay-per-view because I thought the pay-per-view was over because it was so quiet and shocked to see The Undertaker losing. Because mm-hmm. that's all I thought. So I didn't know that wow. happened until three years later. That's amazing. I didn't so know that. That's So what now when I go and rewatch every WrestleMania, whenever so fun fact, everyone, I watch Wrestle every WrestleMania from one to the number we're at, the number of days away from WrestleMania. The current WrestleMania. So Evans committed, guys. Forty days before this WrestleMania, I'll start watching every WrestleMania again. Mm-hmm. And I'll be giving my full review. There you go. Tune in for that. Tune in for that. But back to you, Tova. You were just I I that match. I remember watching it in 2017. Mm-hmm. And I, man, and I was like, and I missed this when I was 14. Yeah, it was. I just love seeing the crowd so much, and there was some sort of relatability that we had towards Brian at the time, and it was just really cool. I bought his book. Like I read his, his book. He has a book. He has an autobiography. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I read it. I read the whole thing. He could write another book now just after like the later half of his career. Now. I will say he's one of the best technical wrestlers I've seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I don't get to see him as much as I used to because mm-hmm. I am a WWE guy. But, that is true. That but, is I, true. but I do have respect for Brian Danielson, mm-hmm. the American Dragon, because mm-hmm. his, his wrestling style is beautiful beautiful it's poetry Mm -hmm. that's the kind of wrestling i I love not like the like hardcore matches are cool and they have a Mm -hmm. time and place but just like you know old school ring of honor wrestling is like oh this is beautiful Mm -hmm. like zach saber jr i don't mean to name drop him i don't even know who he is oh he's a he's a new japan guy but he's just so good anyway we traveled down the rabbit hole so you can tell tover knows a lot more about wrestling than me which i'm you're going to be following my journey of learning wrestling and um, sports entertainment while Topher is still learning but has a vast knowledge of it too. You can thank my brother for that. Um, but yeah, yeah, we're all just going mm-hmm. down this road together and it, it's just really fun. It's fun to talk about things that we enjoy and are passionate about. So with all that being said, Evan... What's yeah. next on the list? Oh, next. This is now we're going to go over our weekly review. Here we go. Our weekly, and then after full that, we are going to go with um, some predictions because SummerSlam is this weekend in Detroit, your hometown, baby. So I'm from Michigan, and I'm a, also a big Detroit Lions fan. I would go to Detroit, and SummerSlam 2023 is going to be in Ford Field, and my brother Cash and my mom and dad are both going, and it's going to be really cool. So hopefully they're going to text me while they're in the show. So I just wanted to give them a great shout out. But it is in Detroit, Michigan. And let's ride, baby. It's going to be amazing. Um, we're also going to be going over what just happened. Um, great American Bash just happened. Mm-hmm. I just watched it. We both um, did. For those who don't know, we published this on Mondays. But we record it on Sunday nights. Mm-hmm. So... We can get in between Collision and Raw. Yes. But we're going to try to talk about a little bit about um, Great American Bash, too, because that was I, – I, I watched most of it. Topher got here in the middle of, the record, uh, the middle of watching it. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was 
pretty good too. So let's start off what happened at Raw this week. What stood out to us at Raw? Uh, Raw was really fun. Um, wasn't the go-home show yet. Tomorrow is the go-home show uh, for Raw, which will be fun. But something that really stuck out to me was the segment between Logan Paul and Ricochet. Great segment. Great segment. It was awesome. It is like, say what you want about Logan Paul, but he really knows how to get you to hate him and be just like this, like, uh, like douchey character that, that you just want to see lose. But what I thought was really cool is that this program with Ricochet, Ricochet, like go, like basically Logan Paul has a phone out and somehow Ricochet does like a kip up. And while Logan Paul is still filming, Logan Paul gets like super kicked and he's like holding onto the phone as he's like selling it. And he's just like really funny. And I'm really excited for this match because they trust each other. And you know that that's some sort of like high flying spot is going to happen in this match. But Logan Paul is such a great heel. And I think it is so funny to watch the crowd boo him in the way that he does just so organically. So we'll see what happens this Sunday, but I just think it's funny that like in this era of technology that we're in, like people can just like bring phones out and then they can just like record and, and in, the stuff in the ring, which is cool. I will say Ricochet in the past has not had the best promo skills. Correct. His promo against Logan Paul, mm-hmm. you felt it. You could feel it mm-hmm. from the screen. I was loving what Ricochet was saying. Mm-hmm. Um, and that made me like, I hate you, Logan Paul. And then Logan Paul comes out and like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. he's here. And then he gets super kicked in the face. Mm-hmm. Uh, got me off the couch mm-hmm. screaming, yep. which was wild. Um, but yeah, that that moment right there, Logan Paul is the next big heel, even though he's going to be a part-time heel. Mm-hmm. For only big events, which that's all right. We don't need that, so we can still showcase our other good heels. Yeah, out there puts more eyes on the product too. Tons of new eyes on the products. I bet some people, him and Bad Bunny, brought a ton of new people to the product. Mm-hmm. Um, what stood out to me at um Raw, Zoe Stark versus Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. That match. Wow. Zoe Stark doing these moves just unfaded, mm-hmm. and because and still mess and and she's not really messing up. It's part of the match where she met she fails to hit Becky with some mm-hmm. of the moves, but like just doing just a somersault flip off of the top rope for no reason is just it was awesome, mm-hmm. and not even landing the move on Becky and people are like it's a botch and I'm like oh no it's not that's. Mm-hmm. Part of the point, Becky got out of the way. Yeah, Zoe's just really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Zoe's just a really good wrestler. I remember going to my first NXT event and seeing Zoe and Nikita Lyons being mm-hmm. as a tag team. Yeah, and Zoe is a totally different person. I think it's because of Trish. Mm-hmm. So thank you, Trish, for helping Zoe because I was not a Zoe fan, and this match made me a Zoe fan. Mm-hmm. But I'm a huge Becky Lynch fan, so I'm super happy Becky Lynch won this match. Me too. Um, and now we're getting Becky versus Trish at SummerSlam, right? I believe so. Yeah, we should be getting Becky versus yes. Trish at SummerSlam. I'm pretty. I'm, I did they announce that yet? Or I would have to check again. I can check Beach Report. Really yeah, you can check that right 
we can check that right now. But while we're checking on that, let's go back to um, another match that happened. Drew McIntyre versus Ludwig Kaiser. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about that, man. That must have been awesome to watch on TV. Yeah, it was an amazing match to watch. Um, if you can't tell, I got to watch it um, and tell Topher about it, and Topher's looked at the highlights of it. Yes, that's um, true. <laughs> and the opposite happened. He watched the AEW stuff, and I only saw the highlights. Collision was great this week, guys, and we'll get right to that after <laughs> we talk about Raw. <laughs> but um, I will say – the. You could hear that crowd yelling for that table. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the crowd is yelling for that table at the wrong point because the next um, segment for for Raw was Seth and Finn's signing. So why would a crowd be yelling for a table in the segment before a uh, table? Uh, um, Contract signing. Yes. That's why I'm like, the crowd's cheering for the wrong thing. That's why I was like, okay, this is weird. Mm-hmm. But seeing Gunther go through a table. That was cool. You wouldn't expect him to go through a table. Mm-hmm. But also, we wouldn't expect Brock Lesnar to go through a table. And he has a mm-hmm. ton of times. But it's just like weird seeing Gunther go through a table because mm-hmm. he's always the one standing on top of the table. Exactly. Which... I've seen a lot of predictions online that Gunther's going to lose at SummerSlam to set him up to be the next world champ, world heavyweight champ. So, huh. I don't want that to happen. I really want him to break Honky Tonk's record. Honky Tonk has, yes, okay, don't mean to interrupt, but Honky Tonk Man has held, the he is the longest reigning intercontinental champion of all time with like a 400 and something plus day reign. It's basically, it should be broken sometime soon, and hopefully Gunther will do that. So the fact that Evan says that uh, Gunther might lose this Sunday is kind of interesting to me because they've been booking Gunther as such a massive uh, heel so far. So I guess we'll see what happens. I think if he loses, he needs to go for the title right away mm-hmm. and then possibly lose the chance of getting the title and then he has to fight his way back through Royal Rumble and win the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. And he gets night one. It's main event. Because night two's main event is either going to be Rock versus Roman mm-hmm. or Seth versus Cody versus Roman, Roman Triple Threat. Threat. Yeah. Because of what's going on there. Mm-hmm. I think that that's just a prediction I'm saving for later, so we can talk about that in a different podcast. Yes, but episode. what did, did you have anything more to say about the Drew and Gunther? But segment Drew then? coming out, mm-hmm. it, everyone talks about how uh, Drew uh, Drew um, <laughs> left the company because they weren't going to pay him, and then he's now back because they're paying him, mm-hmm. type of thing. Uh, Drew coming out after losing to Mania, looking like he's going to go AWOL and destroy everyone in mm-hmm. his way, mm-hmm. except Mike and Seth, my, Matt Riddle. Yeah. <laughs> Which does not make sense at all to me. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing Matt Riddle is just the bro, is the bro mm-hmm. backstage that everyone just doesn't mess with because it's a running gag, I bet. 
probably. But um, Drew coming out with all that pyro mm-hmm. is just wild to me. Mm-hmm. Um, you have anything else from Raw that stood out to you? Uh, I just want to say I'm really happy that Drew is back now. I mean, he has had some, he has had a bit of a hiatus, uh, but I'm really happy that he's in this really good program now. And um, yeah, we'll see what happens. But those were all of my standout points from Raw this past week. Yeah, for me too. Well, I will say I really liked when they started off with Judgment Day and did off with Judgment Day Mm -hmm. because Judgment Day is the top faction because Bloodline's destroyed. That is true. So who's going to take their place now? So Judgment, Judgment Day. Day is really smart, which I am afraid at SummerSlam, Judgment Day is gone. I cannot wait to get to our predictions, buddy. This is going to be great. I can't wait for our predictions too, but it's going to be fun to see this Judgment Day mm-hmm. um, fall apart because what's going to happen to Dom and, and Rhea. Exactly. Um, then there's Finn and... Damien Priest Priest. with the money in the bank. With the money in the bank briefcase. Mm -hmm. But I think we could possibly get another War Games match with them before. I don't think they're going to break up at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. But them coming around Seth was really smart because it reminded me of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes, very reminiscent of S.H.I.E.L.D. Very reminiscent of S.H.I.E.L.D. So that was pretty cool to see that. And Seth getting destroyed. Mm-hmm. That was very cool. I guess we'll see. Um, I don't know. They're already starting to plant the seeds to them breaking up. So whether or not that happens at mm-hmm. SummerSlam, you already know that within the next... Like, I think it's going to happen at Survivor Series. That would be appropriate. That would yeah. be the best timing. And and I don't think it's going to be Dom's fault, which mm-hmm. everyone thinks it's going to be Dom's fault. But WWE is not going by everyone's predictions anymore, mm-hmm. which I'm really proud of. Mm-hmm. They're not doing that. Um, NXT, have anything from NXT that stood out to you? Uh, I did not see NXT. For well, for me, I uh, I really really enjoyed um, the segment between Dom, Wes, and Mustafa, Mustafa Ali, mm-hmm. where Mustafa goes. You took your daddy's 619 and your other daddy's frog splash, which Dom has. He was our wrestler of the week last week. He was. Both of ours. And he has the most beautiful frog splash I've ever seen. You you just watched that match, right? You think Dominic Mysterio has the most beautiful looking frog splash you've ever the, seen? But like at the moment right now. Oh, okay. At the okay. moment right now. I haven't seen enough frog splashes to, to do my own ranking yet. Oh, okay, we need that ranking then. Too. I'll make a ranking. So I, 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 I can make my own ranking. And, then and we're, we're going gonna to battle each other. Yeah. And then we're going to battle, battle Dave's rankings if he ever has one. Once we get him on the podcast. Yeah. Oh, I don't want him on the podcast. I'll tear him to bits. Um, <laughs> um, but no, that hit um, Mustafa calling out Tom. Mm-hmm. It was hilarious. But really set up the match that happened at Great American Bash really well. Mm-hmm. Um, Thea Hale, just getting – I'm a big Thea Hale fan. Mm-hmm. Getting her set up versus Tiffany Tiffany Stratton, mm-hmm. awesome. And at SmackDown, cool thing was the pre-show match at SmackDown was Tiffany, Strat- Tiffany Stratton was in it. Oh, cool. And it was pretty cool 
to see her in a match because I she when I was going to NXT events, she was just coming in and they're only mm-hmm. doing montages of her. Mm-hmm. But it's cool to see her as a champion defending really well right now. Um, Dynamite. What happened on Dynamite? Do you have anything on Dynamite? I do have a few things on Collision. Can we talk about Collision right now? Okay. Let's, okay. I didn't watch anything AEW this week. Sorry, everybody. This is going to be a shorter podcast, but we want to rush through some you so we can get to our predictions. Because everyone's waiting on our predictions. Two things that stood out to me, guys. AEW Collision, CM Punk, uh, that is really his show now. And he did a segment now where he took his... Well, basically, he's been having this red bag that he's had with him for the past couple of weeks. And he keeps asking himself and the people around him, where is his bag? Where is this bag? Like, what's in the bag, pretty much? Uh, So he basically unveiled this week that inside the bag was the AEW world title that he never lost. And he, throwback to the NWO days and WCW, took a can of spray paint and sprayed the X logo on the world title. So it's kind of interesting because he never lost it back in September because he had his big media scrum. Where he, he lost it to MJF. Well, yeah, he did. He did. Well, he had his basically. There was a lot of like weird stuff that was going on, and then he had to get everyone knows every Sunny and Punk had to like leave, and now he's back. So he's basically saying that he has this world title that he never lost, really. So. It's very cool to see that now uh, kind of like playing homage to the NWO kind of thing and also putting the X on the belt because he's straight edge because (laughs) he's better than you. That's just kind of his thing. So that was a standout. And I'm really curious to see if like after this MJF like tag like thing that they're doing with Adam Cole, which I'll get into in a minute. Bay bay. I'm curious to see if he is going to uh, feud with them again. I don't know if it's going to be just another world title and other people are going to do it. So I guess we'll just see with that. But I bet CM Punk's going to have a another, if you uh, hear my sarcasm, injury mm-hmm. against MJF. And it's going to make MJF look like he beat CM Punk, dirty. Maybe MJF should be my wrestler of the week. Sorry. I was just like, I guess we'll see. So Evan is not a CM Punk mark, and I really like CM Punk. If it wasn't for Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania 30 against Batista and Randy, my other most favorite match ever was CM Punk versus John Cena at Money in the Bank 2011, but we won't get into that now. So the fact that he's back is pretty cool. I still like the CM Punk versus Daniel Bryan feud. Back mm-hmm. in back during the Raw 1000 days, mm-hmm. back when AJ Lee was still there too. Okay, and Goatface. This was pre Yes Movement, but anyway, this was pre Evan allowed to watch wrestling. Allowed to watch wrestling. So movement. this was me on YouTube at church uh-huh. watching highlights. Yep. <laughs> yes. Anyway, one of the other things that stuck out to me was that uh, this program. It was basically a tag team tournament, uh, championship like tournament between um, MJF and Adam Cole, baby, and they faced FTR, and it was a great match. And I think MJF is the hottest product that they have going in AEW right it's now. The only product. <laughs> he is such a great world champion, but his ring psychology is so good 
They had this spot. First of all, Adam Cole and MJF getting over a double clothesline, which I think a clothesline is the stupidest move ever, but I think it's so funny when (laughs) they have a double clothesline as a finisher, and I'm like, wow, this is amazing. I love the clothesline. You do? I I, I told you that would be in my wrestling set if I became a professional wrestler. Okay. If anybody wants to ever train me, please, so I can do a promo off versus Brett the Hitman Hart Mm -hmm. and possibly put him in a match because Brett screwed Brett. There you go, and possibly have Evan put Brett in the sharpshooter. I will definitely put him in the sharpshooter. (laughs) But but anyway, uh, MJF. He is great. Where was that going? Oh, oh yeah. So he, the double clothesline, getting that over is really cool. But they do this spot where where Adam Cole is about to take the finish, and MJF pushes him out of the way, and then takes the shatter machine kind of, and then like rolls up, and then MJF gets pinned as the champion. So then they lose the match. So then there's this this ending segment where like MJF is struggling whether or not to hit adam cole with his title now but they end up hugging it out oh you can record for 30 minutes max what do we do here does that mean folks we have 30 more seconds hello everyone sorry we are back after some audio technical difficulties um topher please go back what you were saying about mgf and Mike and Adam Cole. Sorry, I'm about to say Michael Cole, but there's too many Coles in, in professional wrestling. Hey, that's okay, Evan. It's great to be back. Uh, the match between Adam Cole and MJF versus FTR was great. What I was saying is that at the very end of the match, MJF takes the pin, and then he's discouraged, and then with Adam Cole's back turned, MJF uh, uh, teases that he's going to hit Adam Cole with the belt, but he doesn't, and they end up hugging it out, which is really cool. So whenever they do decide to break up, it's going to be very sad. But I love this long-term booking. Uh, I love long-term booking anyway. But we'll see. Long-term booking gives better storytelling. Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Which makes it cinema. Which, see, we just bam. put that right there. There, we just bam. put our name in our podcast mm-hmm. by accident. By accident. After doing... Um, technical difficulties yes we did (laughs) so we'll see where that storyline goes but i just really like where they're going with all of that now which is good yeah i do like that like i said i don't get to watch a lot of aew um but i'm a big fan of the adam cole and mjf feud i used to be i I always liked mjf not big adam cole guy but i like the um, the friendship of the summer. The relationship these two have right now, the bromance mm-hmm. right there, has been pretty good. Um, like I, I know you're not a big clothesline fan. I love a good clothesline, so <laughs> I think it's an amazing finisher because it's a good one. JB, JBL had an amazing clothesline from hell. <laughs> I was about to say, JBL does have an amazing clothesline. Um, but yeah, that the X <laughs> on the belt. Not a big fan of spray paint on belts. You're not. No, I feel like it really does diminish that title. Mm-hmm. And the one thing was that confused me is okay if you have 
MJF backstage of Collision, when you have a guy saying that he's not the real champion, why is he not coming out to defend that? I was waiting for him to do that, yeah. Why? why, why? But he didn't do that. Which why, why does he not do that? That That's what the confusing part for me is. If you mm-hmm. have the person there, something has to happen. Even though, yes, it had, WWE does it where a champion is out like four times in one night. Mm-hmm. And people complain about it. Mm-hmm. But now people are complaining that the champion wasn't out enough. Yeah. So there's I I now know that there's no such thing as enough for us wrestling fans. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just compu- confused on that booking. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if it's going to be another title or if they're going to combine them. So I guess we'll see. But it's like continuity stuff like that where it's like what happened with the IC title during COVID, mm-hmm. where. Sami Zayn held the IC championship. Mm-hmm. And then who had it? I forget. I remember they had the the real winner of the IC title was in a triple threat ladder match. A triple threat ladder match. I remember And I know Har- Jeff Hardy was in it because mm-hmm. he got the handcuffed ladder to his to ear. To his ear, yeah. But I forget the third guy. It's escaping me. It's escaping me too. Oh man, we will do our research and talk about it later. But um, definitely, they need to do a ladder match between my uh, CM Punk and MJF. Oh, that'd be great! I would love that. I I would be. That would make me happy for a good C. I bet that would be a good CM. Punk. You know what? I'll give an Evan guarantee on a CM Punk match. Evan guarantee. Stamp that right there on a Punk match. On a CM Punk match. This would be a great match if you, if they ever book it this way. CM Punk versus MJF ladder match. Winner takes all for the real AEW, AEW championship. championship. Book it. Book, book it, it, Tony Khan. Book it, Tony. We're, we're just down the road from you. Book it. Um, <laughs> um, anything else from AEW that stood out to you? That is it. Well, for SmackDown... We were both talking about this before. Mm-hmm. Michael Cole. Michael Cole. He's roasting the heck out of um, Austin, Austin Theory. Theory. Oh man. Guys, Michael Cole. He's we don't give him next. enough. We don't give him enough love. He's for on the next level. What he does, as far as storytelling goes, and as far as painting the picture, would you like to tell the story, or should I tell the story? Oh, I will tell the story of Michael Cole. Michael Cole is the greatest thing in wrestling ever, I will believe. Mm -hmm. I'm a big commentator fan. Like I said, I went to my first live match ever just uh, over a week ago. Mm -hmm. And I prefer watching it on TV than going to a live event because of Michael Cole. Mm -hmm. (laughs) He can paint a match beautifully. Um, His energy, and yes, Pat McAfee did help him come bring... Uh, bring that. more la- life into him mm-hmm. but um a uh, big example what um, michael cole is so good at is ending a uh, calling just calling the endings of matches mm-hmm. when um sammy kicked out of 1d mm-hmm. 1d 1d sammy kicked out of 1d and they they show the recording of 
Michael Cole calling that, mm-hmm. you can see the excitement in his body mm-hmm. and how exciting and in his voice. Oh my gosh, like it gets it gets my um, hair raising every time Michael Cole gets the excited. Gooseys. Like I get those gooseys. The loosey gooseys. The gooseys that are make me oozy. Uh, <laughs> the oozy gooseys. Yes, but um, it was hilarious. Because he's been like roasting the heck out of Top Dollar, mm-hmm. aka Flop Dollar, a lot lately. Mm-hmm. But now it's Theory. Yeah. Which I'm like, please let Theory start beating up on Michael Cole so we can get Pat McAfee back in the WWE to mm-hmm. beat up Theory. Because we need a Theory versus McAfee too. We do. That would be so much so fun funny. To see Austin Theory get beat up by Pat McAfee again because mm-hmm. he beat up his boy Michael Cole. Yep. Again, though, um, what Michael Cole did this week on SmackDown, <laughs> he goes, and all the way up there in the skybox is Austin Theory with all of his friends. By himself. And then it pans over to Austin Theory by himself mm-hmm. with all of his friends no friends there and three buckets of popcorn above his head mm-hmm. and I could not stop laughing and then Wade Barrett did the right thing by just <laughs> saying you don't need friends when you're a winner there you go <laughs> when you have that money you get a skybox out of yourself mm-hmm. champions get their own skybox I'm mm-hmm. like oh my gosh Yep. Wade Barrett is a good negative to Michael Cole right now Yes, he and is. My, oh, it's so much fun. Um, another big highlight from SmackDown definitely is. Oh, sorry, I just brain farted. Jay versus Roman. Mm-hmm. Jay <laughs> spearing Roman. Mm-hmm. Jay speared Roman. Yeah, yeah, that was wild. And we got a new update to SummerSlam because. We're not going to get the best and hottest wrestler in the business right now in a match until now. Mm-hmm. We're going to get L.A. Knight yeah. in a match. But it's not just a regular match. It's the Slim Jim Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. So we better be getting someone with gear that is tributing to the Macho Man. That is true. So my prediction will be that um <laughs> LA Knight's gonna wear tribute gear to Macho Man. Evan's currently wearing uh LA Knight's Yeah shirt, the yellow one. Oh I'm I have I will wear it anytime I need to watch a wrestling event now. This is my favorite shirt. It's actually very soft. Good. Um I got it at SmackDown. There you go. So I ran I literally got in line as soon as I could so I could get this shirt because mm. they never sell my size in anything. Mm-hmm. So I um uh, even though I am losing weight, so I'm going to be able to fit in more shirts soon. There you go. But this is going to be a fun moment, um, which leads us to what happened just now, a couple hours ago. Mm-hmm. Um, Great American Bash. The Great American Bash just happened. Mm-hmm. I will say the opening match was smart. Tony D'Angelo and... Tony D! Tony Day. I'm a big Tony D fan. Um, and Stax versus Gallus. Mm-hmm. The Great American Bash. We're getting people from Great Britain or Ireland, Scotland mm-hmm. versus the New York Italian Mafia. There you go. Which 
if you try to explain that to people, that w- that's hilarious mm-hmm. in a match. So getting those guys in a match together was, it was really good. It was, but uh, Tony D is just getting the pop. Yep. From NXT fans right now, and he always has gotten the pop at the um, performance center, which is pretty fun mm-hmm. to go to because. Tony D! When I take my roommate to go see, we get hype for Tony D. Angelo. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Tony D'Angelo. Um, that match was really good. You got to see one of the most beautiful, I will say, frog splashes of all time, which you got mad at me about. Some would, some would say, uh, only one person would say, and that's Evan. Dirty um, Dom! Dirty Dom versus Wesley and uh, Mustafa Ali, which is cool. That, that triple threat match was very fun to watch, very fast-paced. Um, Rhea Ripley got involved a little bit in the match, too, which was really cool. And, yeah, those three are killing it, and Dom is killing it, too. Wesley and um, Mustafa Ali. It was smart to bring Mustafa down to mm-hmm. NXT to showcase yes. himself. He's really good. He doesn't get enough credit. But now at NXT, like, I don't know if it's just like... He just has more of a platform to do his thing. It's mm-hmm. great. Right, yeah. He's giving more of a platform where people can actually see what he does. Mm-hmm. And not take away from other talent mm-hmm. at the same time. Because he's a talent who can be considered at his level. But he's at a way higher level than them. Mm-hmm. For how many years he's been with the company. Um, but I'll tell you, the match that shocked me for the night. Mm-hmm. What would that be? Gable Stevenson versus Baron Corbin. Okay. Corbin comes coming out with um, the ship shipwreck behind him. Baron Corbin's on a new level now. Er, yeah, everyone hates Baron Corbin. That's the running joke of the WWE. Everyone hates Baron Corbin. I'm a big Baron Corbin fan. Not because everyone hates him, but be, like I hate him. I hate Baron Corbin, but I'm a huge fan of him at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because he is building people. Um, he is helping wrestlers go above and beyond. Because if someone beats Baron Corbin, people are happy. Mm-hmm. If people lose to Baron Corbin, they're mad that that wrestler lost to Baron Corbin. Exactly. Which is how you create a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. If Baron Corbin's there. He's, he's, gonna, he's, yeah, he's gonna, not going to win up anything big. Mm-hmm. But he will make a good wrestler look good. Yes. Or a bad wrestler look good. That's how good he is. Mm-hmm. And this match versus Gable Stevenson ended in a draw. Yeah. Which I was mad I was mad about, but that means we're going to get more of Gable versus um, Baron. And I think what I heard yelled was, you're not Kurt Gable. Ah. Because... The video package of Gable Stevenson coming out was very like pro America Kurt um, mm-hmm. gold medal. Yeah, having his gold medal on it, Kurt. Uh, I'm like, oh man, I'm about to call him Kurt Angle already. But it was really good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm really mad that Thea Hale lost. Yeah, about that match because I want Thea Hale to win. Andre Chase, you should not have thrown the towel. Yeah. In the towel on a submission match <sighs> makes me so mad. Um, unfortunately, we didn't get a chance to see the main event because we saw 
it like ended and then we watched it like 40 minutes after it like started so we we will get over with that um, main event mm -hmm. sometime later i bet it was good it was carmelo versus Ilya. Mm -hmm. those two have always put on good matches mm -hmm. and Ilya's i love his finisher the running headbutt yeah and i just love carmelo i'm a big carmelo hayes um I, when we were getting ready to watch the match to um was <laughs> it was really funny uh carlo hayes pops up comes on screen and i go i have his shirt i'm not wearing it because i'm wearing my yeah shirt but i have a mellow don't miss shirt because i love carmelo mm -hmm. um and another good match was roxanne perez aka roxy versus blair davenport mm -hmm. and oh my goodness roxanne was on a different level than I've seen Roxanne on before. Mm -hmm. She was doing matches, doing things that I wouldn't expect from her. Mm -hmm. She has shown that she can do anything now. She did a she did a weapons match. Yeah, wild weapons match. That means anything. And her finisher onto that pile of chairs to Blair. I'm like, oh man, Blair's dead. I thought Blair was dead. Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Oh, but that's what was going on for. This week in wrestling, um, few injuries did happen. Um, Kevin Owens ribs, mm -hmm. um, which I think they just need to split the titles or make them relinquish the titles and then make it do a big title split. Mm -hmm. I think they should do that because they made Raquel and Liv do it when mm -hmm. Raquel got injured, which was not fair. Yeah. So why are we not letting? Why did they have to split it when? The other champs can't, are not splitting it. Mm -hmm. Um, Liv Morgan's chair to the arm. Mm -hmm. Injury from Rhea Ripley. Injury from Rhea Ripley. I'm like, do we really need to do this again? I know it's probably building up for a Rhea versus um, Raquel match at, at uh, SummerSlam, which mm -hmm. it's not on the card yet, so we can't make a prediction about it. Mm -hmm. But I'm going to still make a prediction about it. Rhea's going to win. Oh. <laughs> Uh, Evan guarantee right there. No, it's not even guarantee. It's it's a prediction. Ah, okay, okay. I, I can't make a guarantee on that one. Mm -hmm. Um, I can make a guarantee if the match is going to be good or not. Okay. I'll say it's going to be an okay match. I think it's going to be an okay match because we haven't seen it that often between these two. Um, we've been wanting it. Mm -hmm. But the biggest thing for this match will be, um, I think it's because. Liv's arm got broken. Raquel's going to come back and be like, yo, you messed with my girl. It's time for me. You hey, messed yeah. with me, my girl, and now I'm back and I'm going to mess with you. Mm -hmm. um, so that, I think, is going to happen tomorrow because of that. But the big thing is, there's been a lot of confusion about this injury. There has been. Rey Mysterio, I think, had a concussion. Because I've been reading it from Chris Van Vallee, Yeah. And, or who I like to call Chris Chick-fil-A. Um... <laughs> Why do you call him that? Because it helps me remember his name. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, he was saying it was a real injury. Mm -hmm. But then some other people on um what's that app called now? X. X. Twitter X. Twitter X. It's not it's not Twitter anymore, it's just X. I'm gonna if you keep hearing me call it Twitter, it's X. Um There you go. In case you guys forget what we're talking about. But yes, Twitter X. A lot of them have been saying that it was work. 
Um, and he and Rey Mysterio, as soon as the match is called off, Rey Mysterio pops right up and kind of like congratulates him. And I was like, okay. But he's Rey Mysterio. I know that. That Rey Mysterio, when he gets hurt, he he tries to make sure he doesn't look hurt, even though he's hurt. Mm-hmm. Um, from what I was reading from Inside the Ropes and Bleacher Report, mm-hmm. so these are some pretty trustworthy sources on here. Uh, out there for wrestling, which I highly recommend you you using if you want to learn anything more. Um, for now, those three sources I believe is like Ray is was legitimately hurt. He got dizzy after a certain move, and before that um, outdoor splash to the head, mm-hmm. um, middle rope splash from um, Santos. Mm-hmm. That was I don't that was not the move that got him injured, from what I was reading, mm-hmm. and. Um, which is sad because I put an Evan guarantee that that match was going to be amazing. Which it was a great match to start off with. Mm-hmm. But it didn't end well. Yeah. So I'm sorry for the Evan guarantee getting half right. Mm-hmm. But um, let's hope that this doesn't happen as an Evan guarantee being a curse of someone getting hurt. But yeah. Like I said about the CM Punk versus MJF fight, I'm pretty sure CM Punk's going to get injured in my um, sarcastic voice. Mm-hmm. He's going to be injured in that match, but that match is going to be a guaranteed good match. Mm-hmm. Um, if it happens. <laughs> yeah, if it happens. But Ray getting hurt, because everyone knew Santos was going to win already. Mm-hmm. and Because he's going to get that big push for the title, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I'll love to see Santos with the title. He was amazing when I saw him in NXT. Yep. I'm sorry that this is the way he had to beat his mentor. Yeah. Which is which sucks. But I bet if Santos wins the title, when Ray's better, he's going to do a match versus Ray to get so we can get a good match. I bet that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Because Santos is very traditional. Yes. And I love it. And Ray is like the is the mate is the best. Um. So. That's what's been going on this week. you have anything else that's been going on this week? Uh, that is it so far. So it's time for what everyone's been waiting for, our... Drum roll, please! Predictions! SummerSlam 23! Yeah, yeah! Alright. In my hometown, Detroit, Michigan. Let's go, baby. What's the first match on the card? Well, they don't have the order yet. But it's probably going to be... It's most likely going to be either... I think it's going to be Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Mm -hmm. Because Logan Paul needs to go to his brother's match that's in a different state. Yes. Because Jake Paul's in a boxing match. Jake Paul's in a boxing match versus Nate Diaz. And that's also happening on August 5th. So Logan Paul is probably going to be in the opening match of SummerSlam and then fly out to see his brother box and maybe lose to Nate, Nate Diaz. Diaz which is, is going to win. <laughs> which would be crazy. But yeah, let's start with that match, man. Um, Who do you think is going to win? So before we go any further into our predictions, I do mm-hmm. want to say, sadly, I'm going to be on a cruise. Oh, yes. On August 5th. Mm-hmm. My friend is getting married, and I'm best man in this guy's wedding, and I do not want to miss this wedding, and I don't want to miss SummerSlam, but 
everyone has priorities in life and relationships are super important to me. Mm-hmm. Even though wrestling is my, uh, watching wrestling is my life, friends are very important to me. So, um, and so next week you're going to have a single host or he might have a friend join with him. Topher is going to be hosting all by himself next week for the after review of SummerSlam. Yeah. And I'm going to be on a boat having some cruisers and maybe some Bahama Mamas. There you go. And just enjoying life because I've been needing this vacation for a while. Yep. Um, it's going to be fun. I'm sorry I don't get to give you my review right away, but when I get off that boat, the first thing I'm doing is I'm going to be watching what's happening. Mm-hmm. Watch all of SummerSlam on that car ride back to my apartment. Yes. So, other than that, here are my predictions. Mm-hmm. Um, let's go back where we were. We were at Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Logan Paul's winning. That is also my prediction, Logan Paul. Logan Paul will be winning this match. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not giving a guarantee on it because we we might just ha- need Logan Paul because Logan Paul hasn't been winning anything since the Miz. Yep. Um, Ricochet's a good person to lose to beat. Mm-hmm. The, Ricochet is a good person that takes a loss very well. Yes, because Ricochet, he's amazing. <laughs> that is true. Um, but um. Ricochet just cut one of the best promos of his entire career. Mm-hmm. He is one of the best superstars that the WWE has. But to help build Logan Paul's character, because Ricochet is such a big baby face, Logan Paul being the ultimate um, heel compared to Dom, Ricochet has to lose. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts on that? Uh, yes. I mean, Ricochet doesn't need this win. It would be better to have Logan win just to kind of get the crowd. Like, it's already going to be a banger of a match. I expect some sort of weird, crazy high spot that they're going to do, like bouncing off the ropes or something, because they've been able to do that the one time at the Royal Rumble where they both springboarded and then hit each other. And then that money in the bank where they tried to do... Oh my goodness! It is called a. Oh, what is the move called? It is called. Oh, it's just escaping me right now. It's called a. Oh, I can't remember. But they bounced off the top rope, and then they did the. Oh, it's gonna. It's gonna like come to me at the end of this podcast. Mm-hmm. Went through a table. Went through a table, kind of weirdly. That was really cool. I thought Ricochet died. Mm-hmm. And you just know that something else is gonna happen in this match. That's gonna be. A super banger. So, watch I think Logan Paul watch Braun Strowman come back and help Ricochet. Oh, that'd be cool. That'd be awesome. And then that's how we get Logan Paul to lose, though. Mm-hmm. Because Braun and Ricochet have the same um, character. Spanish Fly. That's it. Sorry. <laughs> I, I see. I totally knew that that was gonna happen. I was gonna figure it out like halfway through it. But uh, Ricochet and um. Braun have the same point of views as a character, mm-hmm. as characters that hate Logan Paul. Mm-hmm. Where I love the beef that Ricochet and Braun Strowman had beforehand, that were re- which was a real life beef. Where Braun says you don't need high fly flippy tricks to have a great match because mm-hmm. of his match versus Omos. Yep. 
and then Ricochet and him got beef about that, and then they became an amazing tag team, which I wish had stayed, but Braun got injured. But it would be great to see Braun Strowman to come back mm-hmm. for this. Um, the next match I have on my list that will be that is happening is Ronda versus Shayna Baszler. Ronda versus so uh, Shayna Baszler turned heel on Ronda, and now they're gonna have a match at SummerSlam. That I mean I don't know it could really go like either way. I'm gonna choose Ronda Rousey, probably just so the face will get a win. I think Shayna's gonna win mm-hmm. because Shayna did turn on Ronda, mm-hmm. but Shayna's been on fire roasting Ronda, saying mm-hmm. I'm the better version of you, Ronda. When yeah, Shayna said that. I'm like, oh my. And Shayna's just fun on the up, up, down, down stuff to watch. Yeah, I'm. A- <laughs> Big Xavier Woods guy. Big Xavier Woods guy, but Shayna's just fun to watch all outside the ring because you wouldn't expect her to be the way she is mm-hmm. outside the ring, which kind of does ruin the kayfabe for me because I'm I love kayfabe, but I think Shayna's gonna win. Mm-hmm. Which that's our first disagreement on this um, roster. So best man wins. Best man wins. We are shaking our hands right now. If you don't see this, because we are not recording it on video. <laughs> All right, so that's uh, our second match that we've predicted. Oh, let's put do this big of a match: Cody versus Brock. Mm-hmm. Who's winning? It's the rubber match. Yes, rubber match. Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar in their third match that they are going to have the rubber match. So I already know my prediction. I predict Cody Rhodes. I think he is going to be the victor and conquer Brock Lesnar, his David to his Goliath. I think um, that will be a great match. I'm surprised. It might have a stipulation after, like on Raw, they might like announce whatever stipulation. But currently, right now, it doesn't have one. But my prediction is Cody Rhodes, and he's going to be victorious. And then maybe. This is my prediction. We're are we gonna pre- we're gonna predict returns then too. Yeah. Okay. I want to predict a return during this match. Actually. During this match, okay. This is gonna be your return. This is gonna be my return. Okay. What's okay. It? Bray Wyatt is going to come back and then feud with Cody Rhodes, setting up their thing going into Survivor Series. I like that. Bam. That's because my that NXT game show. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be set up a great feud between. Cody versus Bray, but here's the thing. I really hope Bray doesn't ruin it. <laughs> I'm a huge Bray Wyatt fan, but right now, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Bring back The Fiend. Bring back Firefly Funhouse. I'm a big Firefly Funhouse fan. Mm-hmm. I loved it. It looked, it was, people thought it was the stupidest thing in the world. I thought it was the greatest thing in the world. Yeah. Um. But I do agree with you that Cody's going to win. Mm-hmm. I think we are going to get stipulation tomorrow night. Or tonight, depending on when people are listening to this podcast. Well, Monday on Raw, we're going to get a prediction. Mm-hmm. Um, I think we're going to get our stipulation, and it's either going to be false count anywhere, mm-hmm. or strap match, or bull rope match. There you go. If it's a bull rope match, because I know people are saying um, dog collar match, but that's not going to happen between Brock and Cody. Brock will not put it on a dog collar. Mm-hmm. 
but a uh, full rope match I can see but if that happens if we do get a strap or a bull rope match Cody's done <laughs> yeah I would if, 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 uh, if, if anyone gets tied to the to a rope to Brock Lesnar you're you're good as dead. Die. You're dead. You're dead. You're, you're not going to get hurt. You're going to die. Yeah. And then get hurt. Mm-hmm. And then die again. Yeah. Get brought back to life by Brock Lesnar, mm-hmm. and then get killed. Yeah. Exactly. That's what's going to happen. It's like if you tie yourself to like a bear, but like the bear is like mad at you. Or the bear is just Brock Lesnar. Or the bear is Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yes, it's that's what it is. I think. That's going to happen mm-hmm. if we get that. So that's why I'm hoping a false count anywhere match will happen. Will happen, which means no rules. No rules. Um. So another thing that's going to be happening is Ronda. No, we already talked about Ronda. Um, Oscar versus Charlotte versus Bianca Belair. Mm-hmm. Triple threat. Triple threat match, which means. No disqualifications. Mm-hmm. I think Asuka's going to successfully defend her title mm-hmm. versus Charlotte and Bianca. And we possibly get it stolen from Io Shirai. Mm-hmm. I think that's when we get the cash-in. Because I don't think we're going to get a mail, the mail money in the bank cash-in. I think we're going to get Io cash-in get in. Yep. Um, the story's right there. Io and Asuka have had beef forever. Mm-hmm. Since the beginning, people love Io, people love Asuka. We're going to get a banger out of those two. So, this is the Evan guarantee if this happens. Get ready for it. Io versus Asuka title match. Going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. Not when, not during the cash-in, but during their actual match. Mm-hmm. Now... Asuka is going to definitely win this match, I feel like. Because Charlotte and Bianca have been building a feud mm-hmm. up so much that it's going to go into payback. Yep. We're definitely going to get that as a payback match against those two, which is going to be another Charlotte and Bianca match, which we've seen so many Before, times. yeah. And people say that Charlotte and Bianca had one of the best matches at WrestleMania. I'm not a Charlotte fan. You are not. I, I love Bianca. Mm-hmm. But Charlotte is just... I don't see the storytelling in the ring from her. Mm-hmm. i huge fan of her father. But I don't see it in Charlotte. Woo! My voice is... I lost my voice. But um, I was happy when Becky beat her and Ronda over at Sylvania. Mm-hmm. But I don't see it. Mm-hmm. I don't see it. Um... So that's what I think Asuka's going to win. What about you? What do you think is going to happen in this match? I also think that Asuka is going to retain her title, and then we are going to get a Money in the Bank cash-in from Io Shirai, and then she's going to win uh, the Raw... Well, it's not... Is it called... Is it just the women, Women's World title now? I think it's... I think it's the um, World Championship because the Heavyweight Championship Rhea has, mm-hmm. the Women's Heavyweight, mm-hmm. because it's... The opposite of the title of each, because Seth and Rhea mm-hmm. have their have their world heavyweight titles. Have the world heavyweights, and then yeah. Asuka just has the WWE Women's mm-hmm. Championship. Yes, but I think we'll see that Money in the Bank cash in, and it'll be amazing. I so, think it'll be awesome, but I also feel like Shotzi might be playing a part 
somewhere mm -hmm. in SummerSlam because we need to build that storyline between her and Bailey still. Yes. Um, other than that, the next match that I think is going to be really hard choice, Gunther versus Drew. What do you think is going to happen? Uh, it's not going to be match of the night. Um, I do think Gunther's going to win. Drew wants it to be the match of the night. Uh, yeah. The Honky Tonk Man, his Intercontinental Championship reign lasted 454 days. Uh, Gunther's very close to that. and He just passed Macho Man. Yes. So they're not going to... Same with Roman. Like They're not going to have him get to like the record and not break it. So... My prediction is Gunther could be match of the night, but with this Bloodline storyline, I don't see that happening. But I do think we are going to see Gunther retain his title. But it's going to be a great match regardless. It's going to be a very good match. Mm -hmm. I think... No, he's not going to do it. That, that, that was going to be a weird prediction. This is my fantasy prediction of this match. This is not going to happen, but I would love for this to happen. If it does happen... This is a prediction, but if this doesn't happen, it was not a prediction. <laughs> Anyone can back me up on this, but I would love for Sheamus to be the guy who ends the reign. Because Sheamus... You love Sheamus. I love Sheamus. Growing up, he was the coolest guy ever. Mm -hmm. Tall Irishman, red hair, dope guy. Um, there you go. But um, I think he should be the one that retain who, who should end the reign, because we've had this storyline where Seamus can't get the title off of Gunther. Mm -hmm. Gun he should be the guy that takes it off of Gunther because, one, he needs the IC title to have carried every title ever besides yes. NXT. Oh, oh my gosh, wait. He's that close to being like a Grand Slam champion? He's Oh, he, he's had everything. You're right, though. He hasn't had IC, that's it. He's been Money in the Bank. Yes, Royal King Rumble, of the Ring, King of the Ring, Royal Rumble, WWE Champion, WWE. Heavyweight Champion, Heavyweight. back in the day, yeah, United States Title. Wow, you're right. I never even thought of that. He hasn't held anything. Ex he's held everything but that title, and he's won a bunch of those other major matches too, which no one else has done. Mm -hmm. So, I would love for Sheamus to step in and cost Drew, which is means we're going to get a Drew versus Sheamus. Match again, which mm -hmm. will always be a banger. Yes. After banger. After, after banger. banger. After banger. But back to that. Um, it'd be really smart to have Drew win the IC title. Oh, mm -hmm. too. If you're going to build Drew as one of the guys, mm -hmm. and have Gunther go after the world heavyweight. Yeah. So, even though I would love for Drew to win it. Gunther is going to retain. Yes. And we can, we're we going to agree on that one. Now, let's talk about this match. The Slim Jim Battle Royale. Yeah. We need a Macho Man, Um, what's it called, tribute mm -hmm. in this match. We need a Macho Man tribute. Yes. We. I don't care who does it. It needs to be him. Yes. I think this, I'm gonna predict my, my final six in the ring for this battle royale. Mm -hmm. Sheamus, mm -hmm. Bronson Reed, okay, 
We haven't seen him in a while, but I bet Bobby Lashley's going to be in it. We have not seen him in a while. We have not seen him in a while. And he's building that whole storyline with Angela Dawkins, Montez Ford, Carmelo Hayes, and mm-hmm. Trick Williams, which I'm excited for the, whatever this faction's going to be. Mm-hmm. Um, so those are three. Otis or Chad Gable. Yeah, thank you. We're going to have one of those two. Most likely Chad Gable. Mm-hmm. Cameron Grimes. Underrated. Very underrated, but these are five. And a, and six, the one and only. Mm-hmm. L. A. Knight. Yeah. yeah. Let me talk to you. So I don't know when he's getting pushed, but... It's either going to be Royal Rumble. That's so far away from now. It's so far away, but I would love for it to be him versus World Heavyweight Champion. Not Roman, but versus World Heavyweight, because you know no one's going to go after Roman. No. They're going to go after that other title. Mm-hmm. So it'll be awesome for him to get his moment at Mania, because he didn't get his Mania spot this year, mm-hmm. which he deserved, because yeah. he had to put on that match versus... Bray Wyatt. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's still lost, and he's the one that got over. Yes. With the crowd, and he's, like I said, his yeah it was deafening when I saw it at SmackDown mm-hmm. in Orlando. Um, winner of the match, though. I mean, I know who I, like, want to win. It's I think everyone like, knows who they want every, to win. Every, so usually when they have Battle Royals, it's 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 they just have everybody that they don't have in a storyline. Final three is going to be... I know Shinsuke is going to be part of this Battle Royale, and he's going to be the one that cost Bronson. Can I just predict Butch? Is Butch in the match? I bet, I bet Butch, Butch would be in that he match. He would be in that. But we don't know how many people are in this Battle Royale. We don't. And I'd love it to be a 30. Uh-huh. Man, because be, that's a good style Battle Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, most likely it'll be a 20. Yeah. Um... It could be Cameron Grimes. Could be. Because everyone because he's the guy that no one expects. Yes. But I do see him being in the top six. Uh is Grayson Waller. So this is my prediction for SummerSlam. This I think we're gonna get a surprise segment. Okay. Like you know what we did at Money in the Bank, we got Waller and Cena. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think Waller's going to get a segment. I don't think he's going to be in mm-hmm. that because the segment. That I see. Slumber I see. Battle Royale. I think he's going to get a different segment because Waller doesn't need to be in a match to be to get heat. People already don't like him. People already don't like him. Oh, sorry about that. Um, people don't like him already, but people don't like him because he's a heel. Mm-hmm. Um, but. I'll talk about it later. Let's get back on the Slim Jim Battle Royale match. Mm-hmm. Winner, most likely, is going to be um, either Sheamus. Yep. LA Knight. Mm-hmm. Or um, if Bobby's in it, Bobby Lashley. Okay. So you're going to pick three people. Those are my top three. Top three. Pit winners. Mm-hmm. Those are Those will be the winners. But I would love for the match if the if they do bring this because I don't understand this whole um, Austin Theory is not defending title 
at, at pay-per-views type of thing, mm-hmm. which I know it's to help bring viewers to SmackDown, but I would love for that title to be defended on a pay-per-view. Yeah. So if he does defend it against, if somehow they make sure that that match happens at SummerSlam, I bet they should do the winner, the Battle Royal match goes against goes, Austin Theory. Goes against Austin Theory and Santos make it a triple threat. Oh, I like that. Because Pretty Deadly's not going to be in the match because one of them is injured. Mm-hmm. So there goes um, Seamus getting screwed by Pretty Deadly. Yep. Um, unless um, the one that's not injured is in the Battle Royale and distracts Seamus, and that's how Seamus loses the Battle mm-hmm. Royale, which that could have really happened. Which that would be awesome because I love Pretty Deadly because, yes, boy! Yes. I really want that shirt. But, um, so that's how we could probably get LA Knight the push. Mm-hmm. And that's us as LA Knight fans. <laughs> this is awesome. So we're trying not to sound biased, but LA Knight's probably not going to win. No. So most likely it's going to be Sheamus, Shinsuke, mm-hmm. or Bronson Reed. Shinsuke's not even in my top top six finish people to finish, but I think he could win it. Yeah. <laughs> but um, to help put that Tommaso Ciampa and Bronson Reed feud going. Mm-hmm. Or he cost both of them. Yeah. Which and Shinsuke gets cost by both one of them also. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what I'm, I think is gonna happen. What about you? I mean, that all sounds really good. Yeah, I mean, I would agree because LA Knight is so over, he's probably not gonna win. Sheamus is a good pick. Uh, Bobby Lashley is a really good pick. Even though we we haven't seen him in so long, you can't knock him. No, 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 you can't knock him. So. I probably will go with Seamus. Seamus? Mm-hmm. That's a good pick. Um, my official pick will be Cameron Grimes. Underrated guy. He's the, really Very good. underrated, and people don't look at him. Mm-hmm. Very underrated. I would love to say Chad Gable. Honestly, scratch that. Not Cameron Grimes. Chad Gable's going to win it all. Okay. It'll be great. I'm still sticking with Seamus. It's gonna be great for the Alpha Academy because mm-hmm. I. Do they get is, like a tro? Do they get like some trophy thing? I bet it's gonna be like a giant slum gym or something, and Otis is gonna eat it. See, I would want to see that. That'd be like funny. I think it'd be really funny, and because we got so many serious matches going on, I think if Otis is the one that Otis is the reason why LA Knight loses, mm-hmm. that brings LA Knight to Raw a little yeah. bit more. Because what I've been reading about is that the draft rules are going away mm. and we could get LA Knight just imagine an LA Knight versus Otis feud the oh yeah versus the yeah see that I think I need that I need life. that that would be amazing Otis versus LA Knight would be hilarious he goes I lost and the Slim Jim Battle Royal to the guy that looks like he eats Slim Jim's for a living. I bet that's what, what a line that LA Knight would say. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Otis fan, so like, I would love to see... I think out someone in Alpha Academy is going to win this Battle Royale. Yes. Because we need some type of comedy in this pay-per-view. It's SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. This is what people are going to watch before they go back to school. Yes. So people are like, oh, I'm going to go back to school. Why are we watching all these matches that are very serious? Mm-hmm. Slim Jim Battle Royale that's there to lighten the mood yes 
Now, we have two more matches we need to talk about on this card. So I'm going to go with starting. We're going to finish off. We already know what's going to be the main event. We're going to finish with the main event. Yes. So let's go with this match, which is a match you should be a main event level also. Yes. Seth Rollins versus Finn Balor. Mm-hmm. Again. Again. Every time they put on a match, it's going to be good. Yes. Now, this is when we could get a breakup with the... um With Judgment Day. With Judgment Day. I think if this happens, Seth loses to Balor. Mm-hmm. Finally. Since the SummerSlam, he lost the Universal Championship match against Balor. Uh-huh. Before Balor could touch that title, before he could touch that title, Damian Priest comes out with that briefcase or has the briefcase and decides, you know what, I actually want the championship before you. Hits him with the briefcase, cashes it in, pins him. One, two, three. Balor has another short title reign, just like last time. Mm-hmm. I'm a big Balor fan, and I know that would suck, but it would also help with the, that. That's cinema. That yes. that's pure cinema. Mm-hmm. Where Balor now has to go against Finn, mm-hmm. and it gives Seth a well-deserving break. Yes, Seth has done amazing, but I think he needs a break. from just looking at him on the podcast for Logan Paul last week. He looks like he needs a break. Yeah, he needs to go be with his daughter. Um, Becky and him. Becky is going. Becky's going to be Becky and keep wrestling. Because mm-hmm. Becky got her break with the kid. Yep. Seth didn't. Mm-hmm. So I bet Seth is going to lose to Finn Balor. Mm. And do you think there's a, another cash in? I think that I think if. If there's a cash in, that's gonna happen. That's gonna happen. Okay, okay, I see. I see what you're saying. That's interesting. So this all depends because this is a top four pay per view, one of the big four, mm-hmm. and this is a newer title. So whether or not, when, like it's and it hasn't be, changed hands yet, and it hasn't changed hands. So that's I just don't know. I don't know if they're thinking about if they want to keep it on Seth longer and have him build it up more or if this is going to be if Roman is going to keep the title for the foreseeable future but they should keep Seth with it because mm-hmm. the new Captain America movie he's in exactly and you want him to show that title exactly off mm-hmm. with the big W yes exactly so that's why I'm like that's why I'm iffy about saying Finn's going to win yes that's why I'm also iffy too. That's why I'm iffy to like to even think that there's gonna be a cash in. I don't know if Seth. But is it's the be, WWE. But they can do whatever they want. Yeah, they, they, they could have anything. him drop a payback for for all. They, they can have him drop it before because the new Captain America movie is not coming out for a while. Yes, because of the SAG strikes and everything. Mm-hmm. But so he could win it back before it, that red could. carpet. Yes. And everyone, if we see a match where he loses it, and then he has a match right before that red carpet, and he, he wins it, we know it's because of that red carpet. Mm-hmm. 
which I wouldn't mind because I love Seth as a champion. Mm-hmm. So my prediction, regardless if we see a cash-in or not, I think Seth walks away with the title. I. You think he's going to... We're going to have a failed cash-in. Well, they teased that at Money in the Bank. They didn't tease a failed cash-in, but they, they're already... Like, you got to do something different because Damian Priest cost Finn the match at Money in the Bank, pretty mm-hmm. much. So something weird has got to happen. Other, like, either Damian Priest, like, kind of, like, tries to help Finn, but then, like, somehow Finn, it's like a roll-up, and then the Judgment Day just breaks up then and there. Like, I don't know. Or if it's one of those things where... Like, he tries to do the cash-in, and then he fails. Like, something something else has got to, like, build here. Like, it can't just be, like, oh, Finn messed up. But I think Seth is walking well with the title in this situation. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be DQ or anything. I just don't think he's not leaving without it. Okay. And this is the beginning of the end. This is the beginning of the end of another faction breakup, but we're going to be getting that new one. That Bobby Lashley mm-hmm. is giving us. Yes. Um. So yeah, I think there's gonna be a breakup. Um, and then I believe we're gonna get another segment. I think we're gonna get the Grayson Waller effect at yeah. SummerSlam, there which I hope because I love Grayson Waller. Mm-hmm. I love the Grayson Waller effect. I think because he's called out the Rock so much in the last coming weeks, we're finally going to get a Rock. I think that that's gonna be my comeback prediction. Mm-hmm. If we have multiple, it would be the Bray and the Rock coming back in yep. the same pay-per-view, which would be huge, and it's SummerSlam. Yes. But I think we're getting get, going to get the Rock coming back at Grayson Waller effect. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to say, I want to have a match against my cousin at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. See who's the real tribal chief. Oh, you think they're going to set the up? Oh, wow. I okay. think they're going to set it up even before they have the match of Jay versus Roman. Wow. Okay. I think that's going to happen. But then we're going to get to that match of Roman versus Jay. Yes. The main event. The main event. This is the prediction of the main event. I think it's either going to end in a no contest, even though it's oh tribal rules. Oh my gosh, no! It's the WWE. No contest always happen at SummerSlam. That would just be terrible. It's, it's a, even it's though it's a tribal rule. Even, yes, yeah. even though it's tribal rules match. Mm-hmm. I believe it's going to go up in flames, or Jimmy's going to come in and screw up Jay by accident. Yes. But I feel like someone is going to ruin the match before because they're going to put The Rock and Grayson before this match. Mm-hmm. And they're going to somehow announce. Or they don't announce it before this match. Mm-hmm. And they announce it after this match where The Rock comes back out and says, All right, me and you, Mania. Yes. If that doesn't happen, we're going to be getting Seth versus Cody versus Roman. In the triple threat. In a triple threat matchup mania. Mm-hmm. And Seth's going to win that. And that's how you get a title, the better title, mm-hmm. at the red carpet. Yes. With the big W. With the big W. Which, so basically, whatever you're saying is this SummerSlam will set up something for mania. And we're going to get a clear indication of that after this I don't Saturday. think... 
I don't think it's going to set if if we don't get the rock. It's not going to. Sh- we're not going to get a clear setup for Mania yet. Mm-hmm. But if we do get the Rock, we're getting a clear setup for Mania. Yes. I would love for the Rock to happen. That's a prediction. Mm-hmm. But I will say, the Evan guarantee of of this pay per view is we're going to get an amazing call by Michael Cole. <laughs> Period. Period. For this, his call for the whole Bloodline segments have been amazing. Yes, I agree. And. That's what my Evan guarantee is for. I don't have an Evan guarantee on a match for this. Um, but I would love for, to see The Rock come back. But Me too. I think Jimmy's going to accidentally screw Jay, mm-hmm. and it's going to set up a Jimmy versus Jay bout, and it's going to go to Mania. Yes. I think it's going to go to Mania, where Jay leaves, and Jimmy's going to be fighting for himself. And we're going to now see main event Jimmy, so... Mm-hmm. We're going to, now we're going to get to see Jimmy be a solo act, which yes. you, we never got. We got robbed of. Yeah. And I think it's going to be amazing when Jay comes back. And I bet it's going to be Jay's going to leave after this match for a while, and we're not going to see him until Royal Rumble mm-hmm. when Jimmy comes out. And then a couple seconds later, Jay comes back. Yes. And, and this is what I think is going to happen to Royal Rumble. Those two are in the final four with each other. Mm-hmm. Those two are in the final four. Jimmy and Jay is like, we got this. Jay's like, no. Super kick to Jimmy and throws him out of the ring. Then Jay, then Jay gets dragged out and thrown out of the ring by the final two. That's how you set up for Mania. Mm-hmm. That's what I think will be amazing. Mm-hmm. To set up that storyline between Jay, Jimmy and Jay. Because Jay, I bet Jay's going to go on a hiatus. And Jimmy's now getting pushed. Mm-hmm. That would be the best way to set up that match. Because mm-hmm. you don't want them to split. But now you're going to see Jay be like, I trusted you. You were my brother. And we don't need. And that's a very good long-term storytelling by having Jay go on a, bit, uh, on a break. Mm-hmm. So that's what I think is going to happen during the Jay versus Roman feud. What about you, Dover? Intricate. I believe that Roman Reigns will be victorious and he will walk away with the title i don't i don't know what's gonna happen with the grayson waller thing but just as far as the match goes i do think that somehow you say by accident i think jimmy is gonna come in and somehow turn heel and screw jay on purpose kind of like how like when matt hardy did the same thing to uh jeff hardy and then that set up their wrestlemania match at wrestlemania 25 which is fine is a good match. It was fine, but uh, I think then after that, Roman is gonna like put his like thing on, to, like do his all like whole tribal chief thing, and then because Brock Lesnar did it and John Cena did it, we're gonna hear if you smell the Rock is cooking, and then that's when we'll get like a Roman Reigns like reaction, like a oh subtle reaction, and that's when Rock comes out. I, I, I'm going to guess his reaction is going to be his like. <sighs> Please. Yes. Type of reaction where he just has a smirk and he's just looking there all douchey. Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I don't think Rock is going to interfere, but like so I, I think he's going to be there, which is awesome. And that way you get the, if that is, if he's not in the movie, I don't know if he's in the movie, but if he's available, then everyone gets that match. He should be wants. available, I think. Mm-hmm. For Mania and Philly. Um, 
But that's my prediction. Roman Reigns, victorious again. But it should be, like, if they wanted to end the story here, mm-hmm. Jay should win because... I don't think Jay's the one that's going to beat Roman. Well, he did already. I think it's going to be... I'm not talking about that part. I'm talking yeah. about, like, on a singles match, Solo. Solo's going to be the next Tribal Chief. To beat Roman? He's going to be the Tribal Chief. Roman's going to either relinquish everything and leave the company... To go on a giant break, mm-hmm. and Solo's going to take over. Huh. Okay. And that's how we get Solo and Paul Heyman as the next Paul Heyman and Brock style. Well, there you go. Thing. I would love for that to happen. I'm a big Solo fan. Yeah, you're um, a big Simone Spike guy. I love that Simone Spike. Evan, Evan really just likes like simple moves. Simple moves get the best reactions. That's true. You don't need to do like thirty different flips, which I would love. I love those moves anyway too. Mm-hmm. But like the simplest moves get the bigger reaction. Mm-hmm. Um, best way I can describe it: I play drums. If I'm playing a nice rhythmic um, beat, that's going to get people playing. But if I go super technical, people are not going to dance to that. They're going mm-hmm. to dance to the, that more technical beat, which is like three different heads. People are going to dance to that instead. Yeah. So that's why I love simplicity. Simplicity helps mm-hmm. build build greatness. Like you don't, you only need three good moves to be a good to have that a beautiful thing. Because people always say that Triple H was a three shot pony. Um, Roman Reigns is a three shot pony because mm-hmm. they had those three moves. Yeah. Once they were hit, match was done. Okay? That means they're unbeatable. And they have a huge impact with those moves. Yes. If your move can have an impact and a tone to anything, it's like playing a tennis match. You're having these really good volleys against everyone. But once that spike comes in, mind game is screwed by the other team. Mm -hmm. If I hit, hit that spike over that fence, which is what I do every time when I play tennis. Yeah. That other team's brain is going to be like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. This guy can hit the ball. <laughs> yes. So that's what it's all about. Um, before we wrap up, I'd like to get us to our favorite segment of the day of the week. Um, what was our match of the week? Topher, you can start it off. My match of the week was MJF and Adam Cole versus FTR. It was fun. It had great in-ring psychology, and I loved their little bits they did at the end. I really hope Adam Cole and MJF never break up, or when they do, it'll be very sad. And FTR, put some respect on their name. Like, they're a great tag team. I'm not saying they're the best ever, but, you know, if, you, if you're not a big fan of the flips and stuff, they're great. So that was my bruh, match of the week. What about you, Evan? My match of the week was definitely, definitely, definitely Zoe Stark versus Becky Lynch. Yes, it was. I was talking about it earlier today, but that match was just so much fun to watch. Um, Zoe is looking amazing in the ring. Um, Becky wins, which is awesome. But the psychology of having Trish on the side mm-hmm. there, because we haven't even put, we didn't even make a prediction for that match because it hasn't been announced yet. Mm-hmm. But um, Becky's going to win it if it does happen. Yeah. If we agree on that one. Um, we agree on something. We do agree on another thing. But um, Becky versus um, Zoe Stark 
mm-hmm. was my match of the week. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have now? We get to do our fa- other favorite segment. It is wrestler slash superstar of the week. Wrestler slash superstar of the week. My superstar of the week is Drew McIntyre. I'm happy he's back, and I'm happy that he's being booked super well. I think it's going to be a great Intercontinental title match at SummerSlam. And him putting Gunther through the table, freaking baller. So, there we go. I like Drew McIntyre, and that's why he's my Wrestler of the Week. My Wrestler slash Superstar of the Week is definitely Tony D'Angelo. Tony D. back. Mm -hmm. Tony D is back. He wins a match to get into a championship match and then takes and wins a championship, the Mm -hmm. championship match, where we finally get gold. On the dawn of NXT. Mm-hmm. So I'm happy to see the future is bright for the WWE. So that's why Tony D'Angelo is the my superstar of the week. Period. Period. So we also want to thank you for listening to our episode. Um, we hope you can come listen again. If you want to know, hit that reminder on Spotify and hit that plus sign so you will know. Better stuff is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, Tofu, you have anything you want to say? Uh, tune in next week as we review SummerSlam and look back on everything that happened. And wish Evan some luck as you as he goes on to his cruise. I hope you have a great time, man. And don't worry, I hold down the fort for you, and everything will keep keep going and moving. Which is great. Yes, please. Um, I'm excited for my cruise. I'm excited for SummerSlam. I'm hoping. Somewhere on this cruise, I can find a way to watch SummerSlam. Yeah. So I don't have to stress out and watch it on the, on the 13th. Mm-hmm. But I'll be back on the 13th, hopefully, for the podcast. We might have a special guest for that podcast that night, mm-hmm. which will be pretty exciting. We won't announce who yet, but we might. Um, to- Topher's going to be holding the fort down next week, and I'm excited about that. Can't wait to see what he does. Can't wait to listen to what he does when I, when I get a chance. Um, if you want to um, hit us up, we are on um, the WICPOD on Instagram. Um, our email is wrestlingiscinema at gmail.com. Um, and Topher? Oh, social media. Yes. On our Instagram page, we are also at WICP on Instagram. W-I-C-P-O-D. W-I-C-P-O-D on Instagram. And your Instagram? My Instagram is Topher underscore Verhill. And mine is Evan Green 14 at, well, Evan Green 14 um, on Instagram and on threads. If you want to see if I say anything stupid like I usually do on threads. <laughs> But um, you can catch our podcast weekly uh, Mondays. And please have fun this week. Have a good day. Bye. See ya.